Attention human, prepare yourself for the double pit cast. Hello, and welcome back to the double pip cast. You've got me, Cam, and this is episode 10. That's right, episode 10 of the Double Pipcast. It's hard to believe that we're already here. I uh, had a ton of fun so far recording. Jumping right into it, next week we have a interview, again, with the global brand manager of the Transformers trading card game, Drew Nolosko from the Wizards of the Coast. So look forward to that. We're going to be recording that on Wednesday. Going to be asking some awesome questions uh, from the Double Pipcast side. Have also been soliciting questions from the community, so we'll be asking those as well. So continue to go uh, and give us your questions on the Double Pipcast Twitter or on the Double Pip or the uh, subreddit for the Transformers Trading Card Game. So that's going to be next week. Recording it on Wednesday. We're going to try and edit it uh, as quickly as possible and kick that back out uh, quickly. New York Comic Con, they showed off some new characters and battle cards, so we'll uh, briefly talk about that. And then the end of the organized play season uh, has occurred outside of the pro play tour that's going to be happening in Columbus this coming weekend. Uh, this, this is the end of the organized play season, so we'll briefly talk about that as well. It's just me this week. We're recording a little bit late. I was uh, on a nice vacation, uh, Universal Orlando. Got to go to the Transformers ride. We rode that quite a few times, me and the wife. And yeah, it was a blast. Uh, took some pictures. You can take a look at those on the Twitter with Optimus, with Bumblebee. And uh, yeah, that was a blast. Uh, really cool if you ever get a chance to go there and ride that ride and, and experience that. The whole park is awesome. Hey, I uh, talked a bit about Drew Nolosko's interview. This is the second interview we'll have done with Drew. Uh, so go ahead and take a listen, if you haven't already, to episode six for the first interview. Um, share it with your friends. Share it with people that are also into Transformers. They play the trading card game with you when you're playing locally. Uh, ask people if they listen. Uh, some really, really cool information in there. And um, if I do say so myself, a, a really good interview. Uh, like I said, drop a question for the uh, 11th episode on Twitter, at dpipcast, and we will uh, attempt to ask as many of those questions as possible. Looking to have uh, either Sean or Brandon or both uh, or even Aaron on next week to interview Drew alongside me. So New York Comic Con, if you have not been paying attention to the Transformers trading card game uh, social media, they showed off some new cards at New York Comic Con. There is a brand new faction, and I'm sure you've already seen this if you're in the know, but for those who aren't, there's a brand new faction, and it is the Mercenaries. Instead of Autobots and Decepticons, this is a new faction. They are, the cards are black uh, in the, instead of orange or red, or I'm sorry, purple or red, and uh, they just look awesome. They dug really deep into the Transformers back catalog as well. Some of the characters uh, were featured in really obscure episodes of the show or uh, just, just characters you wouldn't see. Those characters are Deadlock, who we saw actually in Wave 1. Wasn't really popular, had a really funky ability, and uh, just wasn't really strong when you compared him to other characters. Uh, we've got Deadlock. Detritus or Detritus. He's a very obscure character. I was talking to my buddy Aaron about him. 
It seems like he was pulled from a Headmasters episode. Lockdown, who is really cool. He was actually the bad guy in, I think it was Dark of the Moon or Last Night. I can't remember, but he was the bad guy in that. Uh, He is a really cool character. I think he's featured on the Armed Hovercraft card. So we're finally getting a card of Lockdown. Of the ones that have been revealed, Lockdown uh, seems to be the coolest looking. And then we've got Mudflap, Octone, who's a super rare from the set. And then there will actually be a promotional card being given away at the Siege 2 launch day, which will be Nightbird, uh, which will be a rare promo card. So very, very cool stuff. In terms of the, the Mercenaries cards, Detritus, he is a rare card. He's truck and ranged in his alt mode. And then his bot mode, he's just ranged. He's 514 and 2 in bot mode, 614 and 1 in his alt mode. In alt mode, when you flip to this mode, you may play a black pip card. And then in bot mode, when this does enough attack damage to a KO an enemy, use this card's bounty ability. Bounty is a new keyword we'll talk about later, but... If you trigger Bounty, repair 3 damage from this. So uh, he's an 11-star character and a rare card. Deadlock, uh, he is 4-12-0. and 0. He's an uncommon. 4-12-0 and 0 in his bot mode, uncommon. And then when this does enough attack damage to KO an enemy, use this card's Bounty ability. Uh, again, Bounty, flip this, and draw 2 cards. In his alt mode, 5-12-0, and 0, he has Stealth against Autobots and Decepticons. When you flip to this mode, Autobots and Decepticons can't use Stealth. He's a 9-star, so the 0 defense gives me pause. Uh, he's car, he's ranged, but um, still, I don't know if if this Deadlock card is that good. You know, you look at the, the first Deadlock, and, and still, this, this one doesn't look that great, to me at least. Soldier of Fortune Deadlock. Hmm. Then we have Lockdown. He is a common, so odds are pretty good that I'll be able to pick him up uh, pretty quickly. Uh, 4, 15, and 2 in his bot mode. He's got the melee tag. Uh, This has plus 2 attack for each card under him. When this does enough attack damage to KO an enemy, use this card's bounty ability. Bounty, put the bottom card of your deck face down underneath this. In alt mode, he's car melee. Uh, Really, you gotta look at this card. He looks like a destruction derby uh, car. It's pretty cool. Uh, This card has 2 sword for each card underneath him. When you flip to this mode, draw a card for each card under this and each upgrade he has. Then, scrap that many cards from your hand. He's 10 stars, so he's definitely, he's beefy. He's, he's got some good abilities. I don't know, 10 stars is, it's enough to make him, he's got to be the focal point of your deck. You can have another 10 star and then, you know, some of the, the five stars you see. Yeah, Lockdown, the Bonnie Hunter. He, uh, he looks really, really cool. Then we have Mudflap, uh, so don't get confused with Mudslinger. This is Mudflap, 4, 12, and 2 in bot mode. We're looking at a common card, ranged in bot mode. When this does enough attack damage to KO an enemy, use this card's bounty ability. Bounty, reveal the top card of your deck, you may play it. In alt mode, he's 5, 12, and 1. When you flip to this mode, plan 1. So that's good to have a uh, plan card, so you can think about putting this with Starscream, uh, Decepticon King, and helping him out with... Uh, the Decepticon Crown, just one thought off the top of my head. Uh, Hired Muscle is his uh, subtitle. Truck and ranged in alt mode. And he, again, he is a common. Then we have the super rare mercenary, Octone, aka Octane. Six attack in bot mode, 17 health, 
two defense, ranged keyword. When this does enough attack damage to KO an enemy, use this card's bounty ability. Bounty, do two damage to an enemy. He is a triple changer as well. So he's plain ranged and truck melee in his alt one and alt two mode. In his plain mode, when you flip to this mode, your opponent chooses one of the Decepticons and does one damage to it. This has plus three attack when attacking a Decepticon. So he's got eight attack and two defense in his plane mode against Decepticons. In his truck mode, when you flip to this mode, your opponent chooses one of their Autobots and does one damage to it. This has plus three while attacking an Autobot. That's crazy, that's awesome. This is a this is gonna see a lot of play, I think. Even, even though he's kind of expensive uh, at 13 stars, when you look at his stats and his abilities, I mean, if you're not against a Mercenary and you're in alt mode, you're gonna have eight attack. So pretty nuts pretty nuts and he's got the cheeky damage with his bounty ability so those are the cards right there not counting nightbird nightbird is a car so nightbird is a car ranged seven star again it's rare when your opponent plays an action they choose one of the characters and do one damage four attack and zero defense in alt mode and then three attack one defense in bot mode ranged in bot mode uh the bounty ability is play an action from your opponent's scrap pile so that is pretty nuts so just think of any action i'm not going to list all of them off but use your bounty ability and use an action from your opponent's discard pile that is insane so i can definitely see a lot of instances where that would be really really useful again nightbird is going to be obtainable only at the launch day event um, so make sure you get to a store on the launch day event and try to obtain this. Then there's a couple of battle cards that were announced and uh, one of them that really caught my eye because I was like, okay, so we're adding a new faction and so that, that automatically means that you can't use any of the cards to their maximum ability when we're talking about uh, Autobot and Decepticon cards. So Press the Advantage, Noble's Blaster, uh, Scoundrel's Blaster, bad attitude any of those cards that are for those other factions you can't use those so what are we going to be doing in terms of the mercenaries so one of them uh, was really really caught my eye and that was soldier's blaster so soldier's blaster is a green pip common card it has one attack it's a weapon upgrade when the upgraded character attacks an enemy from a different faction the upgraded character gets plus two attack until the end of the battle factions are autobots decepticons and mercenaries so that looks to be a stand-in for Noble and Scoundrel's Blaster. It's only a green pip, so you don't get a defense or an attack flip out of this, but you get plus three attack when you're attacking an Autobot or a Decepticon. So that is cool. Actually, looking at this, you could actually put this on an Autobot or a Decepticon and still get something out of it because it's not for mercenaries only. So very cool. You could see that maybe replace Noble and Scoundrel's Blaster. I don't know, without having the defense or the attack pit, might not be uh, something we're looking for. Then we have uh, opportune defensive or opportune offensive and opportune repairs. Those are two rare cards and each of them help mercenaries that are on Decepticon teams or on Autobot teams. Opportune offensive, play this only if you had a mercenary on your starting team. One of your Decepticons get plus three attack and pierce three until the end of turn. Black and blue, pip, awesome. And then red and black pip, uh, opportune repairs play this if you had a merc on your team repair three damage from one of your autobots again very cool aut automatically incentivizing you to do something you're probably already going to do and put a merc uh, or mercenary on a team with autobots or decepticons and having a mixed team another double black pip and this one's an uncommon really cool art with uh, deadlock on there 
One of your characters gets an extra weapon slot until the end of the turn. Dual wield an action card. If that character is a mercenary, you may put a weapon from your scrap pile onto it. All right, hey, I'm gonna play grenade launcher, and then I'm gonna grab this grenade launcher from my scrap pile that you either flipped or used. Two grenade launchers, oh my gosh. So you're gonna be scrapping both of them, but plus eight attack, and of course you can think of other things you can do with that other weapon slot, but intense, super cool, super cool. We've got coup, which is a new secret action. When a character is KO'd, you reveal this. Use a bounty ability of one of your cards on the battlefield. So you can double up on a bounty ability. A contract contingency. Choose one of your characters. It gets plus two attack until the end of turn. When the chosen character does four or more attack damage to an enemy this turn without KOing it, again, use a bounty ability. That's another, another Black Pip card. So we're looking at some additional Pierce and Black Pip support in Siege 2. So very, uh, very cool. The new battle cards, the mercenaries, uh, adding a new layer of complexity and uh, making, making the game even that much more interesting. Hey, so the end of organized play is upon us. Besides the pro play tour in uh, Columbus this weekend, all the Energon Invitational qualifiers have been distributed outside of the last day qualifying event in December. So if you are a competitive player and you have already received your Energon Invitational Qualifier invite, then congratulations and hopefully you have a great time at the event. But this this is uh, the end of this season, if you will. So be covering, hopefully asking some questions and getting some questions answered next week with Drew to see what uh, the 2020 season has in store for us. I'm wondering if we'll see uh, certain cards being removed from play, you know, some of the non-star double pip cards, wondering if we'll see security checkpoint or peace through tyranny removed from allowed cards, uh, or maybe all of wave one will be cycled out of play. I don't know if it's too early for that. I don't know how cards are and their, their sets are typically cycled out and how soon after the game has been released, they, they start to cycle those out. Seems to me that it might be too soon to cycle out and, and retire a, uh, a set from standard play. Maybe another year when we double the size of our, our card pool, then it would make sense to retire those, make the meta a little bit more fresh, make it so people don't have to uh, spend $20 per piece through Tyranny to get a play set of those if they maybe got to the game too late. I think they're still printing Wave 1 anyway, so it's, it's not like they're unattainable, but those cards are, are staples. Even if you're not going to be playing them in your deck, you have to get, get a play set of Security Checkpoint and Peace or Tyranny. So yeah, I'm wondering what, uh, what 2020 will bring in terms of the competitive scene and how Wizards is going to support that, uh, things that they might tweak. But yeah, that is uh, in December at PAX Unplugged, Energon Invitational. A lot of different uh, thoughts on that because I know there's going to be some other ways to uh, win in, in terms of uh, play. There's going to be some sealed rounds and instead of just always constructed at the Energon Invitational. So really testing uh, your metal, uh, no pun intended, when uh, playing against people uh, with high stakes, you're going to be playing some sealed play, which will be very interesting. I know there's some, some mixed feelings on that. 
Hey, so thank you for tuning in. A lot of news. Take a look at the mercenaries characters and the battle cards. Uh, there's a great write-up over at Cybertron.com, S-E-I-B-E-R-T-R-O-N.com. They uh, have really high-quality pictures of all the mercenaries characters and the battle cards that uh, were announced at New York Comic Con. I did put out for uh, anybody who is new to the game, uh, and is maybe wondering what accessories they may need in terms of sleeves and top loaders. I did throw a uh, short video on sleeves and top loaders onto the Double Pipcast YouTube channel, uh, looking to make content that is new player friendly and um, not necessarily competitive focused. And then also some gameplay videos going to be recording at the Siege 2 launch day, recording some games of that. That'll be a sealed play recordings, so something a little bit different. Uh, and then also uh, you can expect unboxings for Siege 2 and anything else that is coming out here in the future. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for uh, waiting so patiently for episode 10. Please, please uh, listen to episode 6 with the Drew Nolosco interview, and then really anticipate the second interview with Drew Nolosco, where we dive into Siege 2, we dive into the success of the game, we dive into uh, the competitive scene and what that has in store for us, and then your answer, your questions will be answered. So thank you very much. This has been Cam with the Double Pipcast, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>